Welcome to Cafe Grit. My name is Beth Ann Campbell, and I'm the author of Where the Hell is My Bacon, a book about shitty corporate leadership and fried pork. I've worked in the corporate world now for over 20 years and have seen just about everything. I open Cafe Grit as a place where you can join me in figuring out how to make your career life better, whether it's finding your voice at your current job, pursuing something entirely different, or working for yourself. This is a place to go when you've got the hankering for purpose, a taste for fulfillment, and you're tired of living the rat race. Thanks for stopping in. Cafe Grit is now open for service. Hello, Gabna. Welcome to Cafe Grit, Season 1, Episode 4, The 40-Year Itch Seeking Fulfillment. And I apologize to my UK friends for completely slaughtering what might be a UK accent, um, but perhaps not. I'm not even 100% sure. I do not do accents. I'm not going to quit my day job to do any kind of accent work. Um, You're welcome. And um, I can do like a Minnesota because it's easy. It's very close to Michigan Upper Peninsula, which is I'm from Michigan. So I'm familiar with that UP. But I'll just stop there because you know, my alternative was I was gonna sing an Adele song. So you're welcome for not putting you through that. All right, today is uh, season one, episode 04, the 40 year itch. And we're going to talk about this itch that starts with people in their careers and in their jobs around the age of 40, give or take. So you start getting this this feeling like, oh, you know, I'm not really satisfied. And then by the time you hit your mid-40s, maybe 50, it's noticeably different how you feel about your job. You start thinking about that word fulfillment. It just kind of whispers in the back of your head like like ASMR, like fulfillment. Fulfillment, job satisfaction. Yep, right. Something has changed. You might not even know what it is. But you're not the same. Your work's not the same. It's the same. It's the same old, same old, but it's not the same. You start feeling like you need something more, like way deep down in your gut. Like it's, you got to have satisfaction, like something is not working anymore. Now, sometimes people scratch this itch by moving into a different role. Maybe it's a different department, maybe, you know, a different project if you're into project work. Um, some people start working for an, an enti- a, a company entirely different. Blah, 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 blah. I cannot talk today. Some people might start working for a different company. Like I did. That's exactly what I did. I um, left my last job. Um, and then a lot of people um, just kind of say fuck you to the whole corporate professional world and start their own business. So I've talked to a lot of people that seems to be a, um, a at least at least in my world, a growing trend. I don't know if it's actually a growing trend. All right. So what does this look like? Well, having experienced this myself, I did go through this, this itch um, myself. Um, and also having, you know, talked to some friends and family and people in my network, I've put a few posts out on LinkedIn, got some feedback. Um, so again, it's different for everybody. Um, it's, it's a unique manifestation in, in each person, but there's some some things that um, a lot of people go through. You no longer tolerate the bullshit of your job. Maybe before it didn't rattle you as much, but really I would say this is not just your job, it's life. Um, you get to a certain age and you just get tired of putting up with shit. You feel like something's missing, right? This is the fulfillment piece. 
you've been at your job for years, maybe decades, and you've been doing it very successfully, but it doesn't provide any fulfillment any longer. You, um, you kind of have to go through this mental change where you've before been sort of focused on income and stability, and you start turning towards happiness and satisfaction and loving what you do for a living, which you no longer feel that you do. And you really can't deny any longer. Um, it's, it's pretty apparent that you're moving towards a big change. You might not even know what that is, or it might be a very scary thing, but you still um, have this drive to, to make the change because if you stay where you are, it's even scarier. So this itch, as I said, did happen to me in a previous job. Uh, I really just didn't feel effective anymore. Um, like many people, I, I was lost in the noise, the chaos, big corporation, the system just got too big. And I was surrounded by amazing people, right? I wasn't in a, sh- in a shitty job. I wasn't didn't work for shitty management. I had amazing boss, amazing leadership. I was in a very stable position. I was well paid. In fact, I was being incented to stay. But something had changed and it had been going on for a few years. And I know so many people with similar stories. So why does this happen? Why is it that we get to our 40s, our 50s, and we start getting this itch like we've never had it before? It's very strange. Well, then there's not any one thing that sticks out like a smoking gun, right? The reasons that this happens to, um, you know, different people, you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's men, it's women, I think it's more women, but um, it certainly happens to men it's it's unique to the individual. But I do think that there are some common themes um, that, that are reasons, underlying reasons why um, people start getting this this fulfillment itch. And I want to I want to walk through a few of those today, because they do kind of stand out. So first of all, um, as we age, we are looked at differently. So I know this is a this is a controversial statement, but it, I believe that it is true. Uh, there's no doubt, at least in the United States, we don't revere aging. Um, And I think a lot of people, especially women, not exclusively, but especially women, whether you like it or not, women do get judged a little bit more harshly as we age. We start to sense like a subtle change in, um, you know, one or two individuals that we we interact with um, when we start getting into our 40s. Um, And by the way, it's especially women who are the, the hand raisers, the speaker outers. Um, And yes, I know some of this might be internal. We do, you know, we get, there's a cultural aspect to this that maybe some of this is internal. But I do think there is a legitimate way that people, especially women, are treated differently as they age. I think it happens for men. It just happens later. But women get to a certain age. You know, they happen to be a little bit more assertive. And then all of a sudden you start hearing just, just from one or two people this sort of patronizing and condescending tones that you notice, like you just know that this person is is talking to you differently because you're a woman. I've felt it. And I know others have too. And it's not from everybody. It's not, I'm not saying the whole world is, is a one big misogyny pool. I'm just saying that all it takes is one or two, right? And you do notice it and it, and it does play into this job satisfaction. And, and, I know this is this is a little controversial. So if you if you're feeling yourself getting defensive about these statements that women get treated a little bit more harshly as we age, um, or that that there could be any kind of ism in the workplace, then you know, just check yourself and you know, do a little internal soul seeking, because maybe you're part of the problem. I'm just going to say that because this stuff does exist. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of these 
um, deeper isms um, in future episodes. But for now, let's just leave it there. All right, number two, after years or even decades at the same or similar job, we get burned out. Oh, yeah, this this was probably my biggest reason for why I made the change. Why? I'm like, God, Jesus, I'm like freaking Peter Brady. When it's time to change. So (laughs) burnout was my big thing of why I left my last job. That was probably the biggest reason. Everything was a priority. I was had no focus at all. It was just noise, noise, noise coming at me. And I know a lot of people that are working for that company right now, they're still living in that chaos. So I don't think it was just me. I know it wasn't just me. You know, those of you who have been there, you know what this is like. You're barely keeping your head above water. You're just, all you're doing is trying to get things done. You're just trying to get things checked off the list. But there's no real sense of actual success or a sense of fulfillment. Even when you complete something, it's right. You're just, it's just you're on to the next or you're fighting fires, right? And after a while, you just start thinking, you know, anything new is very appealing, whatever it is. And again, I worked for an awesome boss. He was amazing, had a great co-workers. I worked in in an awesome department. I had a a super amazing, I say amazing, it was totally amazing and awesome. Can you tell I'm a Gen Xer? Um, I had a totally awesome team, but they were, they were just amazing. I love them. I still love them today, but it just, it just wasn't enough to, you know, combat the burnout. All right. Number three, something changes at work and it drives you out. So this is, this is a case where there's something tangible, something that you can actually put your finger on that kickstarts that, um, that itch, right? It, it maybe isn't the full thing. Maybe, you you know, the feelings probably have to be there. Some of this other stuff has to be there, but something actually is the catalyst. Um, So you'll, you'll say things like, I loved my job, but now I hated it. You know, somebody told me on LinkedIn, I loved my job for seven years, then something changed and I hated it. And I I hear that all the time. Um, Or um, it was great until they hired a new management team, they came in and just changed a whole bunch of stuff. And suddenly I wasn't happy anymore. This happens a lot too. Um, it happened to me at my job temporarily. I wrote about it in Where the Hell is My Bacon? But it was temporary and I did not leave because of that. By the time I left, that management team was thankfully gone. Or um, things like, you know, they, they brought in a CIO from another industry. She hired a bunch of her colleagues, um, outsourced our jobs, and then somebody removed bacon from the cafeteria salad bar. That was also me. Also the theme of my book you know what, shameless plug, it's my podcast, I can do that. But anyway, there's a lot of tangible things that can happen. You know, you hear people quit managers and not jobs, you know, that happens, but you get a shitty manager, many things you outsource, you, um, your role changes, whatever it is, it just takes one of those things to, you know, kind of turn your world upside down. And yes, this can happen at any age. But I think when we get into our middle year, fuck, I don't like middle years into our glory years. When we get to our glory years, we just have less tolerance for the bullshit than we did when we were young. And and so it just takes one thing to, to kind of catalyst. And it's kind of ironic, right? Because we're we have this less tolerance, we have more more at risk, but we want out more. So um, when we're young, and we have really nothing to lose, we're, um, I think we tolerate a little bit more. All right, number four, we get to those glory years, and then we finally have the courage and the, the confidence to go after what we want. Now, personally, even though I've 
always been a pretty confident person. So I don't know that this was the main factor for me. For me, it was more the chaos and the noise. But I think for a lot of people, this is huge. It is huge. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, I never had the guts to quit my job or to speak out to my management team or to start my own business when I was younger. But they get to their 40s, maybe 50s, and they just get comfortable enough and confident enough to find, you know, find that courage to make a change. So I don't know, maybe the 40s, maybe 40 is the new fuck you. Although I, I think any age can be a fuck you. But so you're, you're in your 40s, maybe early 50s. And, and let's see what's, you know, what's going on in your life around this time? What, what is an average professional dealing with in your 40s and 50s? Well, if you have kids, they're probably out of the house on their own, taking care of themselves. And so you don't have to put um, the kind of time and focus that you ha- have in the past. Um, you probably got a good amount of, of years or maybe decades work and life experience, right? No matter what your industry, even if you're not in the professional world, you probably have, you know, worked in a similar role for a long time. So you're feeling, you know, pretty comfortable there. And you're probably financially stable, at least more stable than you've been before. You know, in general, income is good or stable. Um, you Maybe you've even put a little bit away for a rainy day. So, you know, that kind of thing um, doesn't worry you like maybe it did when you were, you know, in your 20s and 30s and you had huge um, college debt to pay for. And then, you know, boom, suddenly you find yourself brave enough to just go after what you want. Maybe it's what you've wanted your whole life, or maybe it's just something that, you know, came about with your itch. But I don't know, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool, right? I wish that we had these these feelings earlier um, for some of us. I know I I wish I did. And again, I wasn't a non-confident person, but um, I certainly wasn't confident enough to, uh, um, you know, to make a, a big, big change. So anyway, um, there you have it. Those are a few of um, common reasons that I've heard for people that, you know, why they get this itch for fulfillment in their 40s and early 50s. And I'm sure that there are a hundred more um, to consider, but I will say this. Something that does stand out to me, um, and I say this as somebody who has worked 20 years in the corporate world, it's really sad to me that corporations and companies let good people go. Um, it is, it, because I think there's more that, that they could do to help that fulfillment. But, you know, like in my case, I just, I was lost in utter chaos. And even though I I tried things to get out of it. I tried to um, get prioritization and I tried to, um, you know, bring to the attention and it just, but it, it's, it was nobody's fault. It was just the system was too big. And, um, but you know what? Sometimes a company's loss is a gain for the rest of the world. So boom, mic drop glory years, people. All right. So um, what do you think? Have you gone through this? Have you had this 40-year itch or whatever year itch? It doesn't have to be 40, but this feeling that you get after working in the professional world or in your career for a certain amount of time. Um, and did that, did it correlate to anything tangible, right? Was it something that happened that you can put your finger on? You can say, yes, this is what happened. This happened and I just didn't want to work there anymore. And then I just decided to make a change. Or was it more internal, this feeling of confidence or... Um, whatever it is that you can't really put your finger on. It was just this growing fulfillment need. Um, and I'm going to ask this one too, because I know it's a little controversial, but I want to know, do you think we get perceived differently as we age? And do you think it's different for women? Because I want to talk a little bit more about that in future episodes. I think it's important, but you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only but a woman and certainly um, in a, 
uh, limited category of a woman. There are many diverse women out there and people who are not women. So I do want to hear your thoughts about that. Um, but you know, you know what? Bring on the hate mail, right? Again, if you're if you're getting defensive about a statement like that, you probably um, need to look internally at yourself. But anyway, I'm going to stop there. Let me know your thoughts about this. Um, you can reach out to our Facebook group, Cafe Grit. You can join that and we continue these conversations in a private setting. This is a private group, so it won't show up in your newsfeed. You can talk um, a little bit more openly, maybe. You can find me on LinkedIn, Bethann Campbell, or you can follow hashtag Cafe Grit. I am also on Instagram. I just picked up my Instagram activity. I've been on there for a while, but I like Instagram. It's a it's pretty pictures and I like going to Instagram. I am the bean67. That's the bean with two N's, T-H-E-B-E-A-N-N 67. And the bean is actually an anagram. And, and is it an anagram or an amalgam? An anagram. An anagram of Bethann with an E. All right, Gritsters, Army of Grit, thank you for listening. Keep on fighting the fight, and we will talk to you later. Take it easy. Hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping by Cafe Grit, where the moxie is fresh, the passion cold brewed, and everything is served with a heaping side of mojo. If you like what's on the menu, please check out the Cafe Grit group on Facebook, where I'd love to hear your feedback and continue these conversations. You can also find me on LinkedIn as Beth Ann Campbell, that's Ann with an E, or by following hashtag Cafe Grit. And I will be forever beholden if you would give me a quick review on iTunes to make the Apple gods happy. In return, I will wish upon you copious amounts of bacon, your favorite hot beverage, and of course, pie. The music for this podcast is called Lounge Cafe, and it's by Dmitry Baliev. You can find more great tunes by Dimitri and others at audiojungle.net. Check it out. Thanks again for stopping by, and remember, you don't have to deal with the bullshit, and there is something better out there. Let's figure it out together. Take it easy.